Hola. Amigos. Y... No, I don't, I don't speak any Spanish yet. Well, I do. Just not a lot. Uh, welcome to episode number 10. This is a big deal. Number 10. You guys have suffered through 10 episodes of me talking with special guests. And we're not going to stop anytime soon. We're going to keep it going. And today's kind of cool because um, I've known this young man for a long time, actually. Because I'm going to bring some embarrassing stories up from a long, long time ago. But uh, I want you guys to give it up for my special guest today here on the 10th episode. Woohoo! Without further ado, give it up for Merritt Sellers. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Merritt? Good. So I've known Merritt, I, I don't know how to do the math, 2009, right? 2009? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a long time. That's that's 12 years, I that's think. That's math. I think 12 years. That's 12 años. <laughs> I've known Merritt for a long time. I, he had a bold cut when I knew him. Oh, my him. gosh. He had a bold cut. He broke up with a girlfriend, and I was like, dude, it's going to be all right. <laughs> and that's like my one of my favorite memories of Merritt. But since then, let me kind of introduce a little bit more about him, and then he can kind of share some stuff. Um, that you guys don't know, but so I met Merritt as a 12 year old, I think 12, I think you were 12 years old. No, I was like 13. I was older than that. Well, how old were you in 2009? <laughs> uh, good question. Cause I know I was driving. I was 16. I was 16. I feel like I met you before 16. Maybe you're 15. Let's do quick math. Quick math. Hang on a Let's second. Let's do it. I, I, I have the challenge. 2009. Bad. Yeah, I was 16. You didn't, you, it didn't feel like 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, th- man, I thought you were younger. 12. So I don't know. I thought you were 12. Well, you know, the older you get, the more you're like, you look at kids and you're like, man, how old are you? But anyway, so I met him when he was young. It was 15, 16. It might have been a birthday, depending on when the month it was. True. So it was probably 50. Um, but I remember um, met him. I became the youth pastor. Um, this guy has a lot of talents. Very talented. God's blessed him um, in many areas. Shout out to his lovely wife, Haley Sellers. How you doing, Haley? Woohoo! Um, Haley's awesome as well. Well, I do an episode with her. So Merritt does several different things. He's in a he's been in a band for many years. I remember when I first came, we jammed out. I did my punk rock impression voice, and we were all rocking out and stuff. It's so much fun. So he does that. Plays multiple instruments and fairly recently in the last several years, got into racing. And so we're going to talk about that today, MeritSellersRacing.com, I believe, right? So he does um, some cars, and we'll talk a little bit about that, and we're going to talk about his testimony, the things that he's gone through in his life. And I'm going to add some fun with some sound effects and some jokes, dad jokes in between. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so tell so, tell tell some people about um, music and kind of what you're doing with your music, and then tell them about your racing and a little bit about the racing where they can go check some of that stuff out. Sure. Uh, so I started playing music when I was 12 or 13. I got into it because um, I wanted to play guitar. thought it was kind of cool. Kept begging my parents to buy me a guitar or get one for Christmas or something. Finally got one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the same time, also wanted to start playing drums because I, I went to another church in Waxahachie. Um, and I was way younger. I was like the youngest one in the youth group. And I was like, can I play drums? And they're like, no, you're too, you're a kid. No. Dang. So, yeah. 
There's a whole story with that. That's but what anyway, you learned. You learned that at a church, just yeah, like hey, you the very, drummer? It's the very first, like the first time I ever played drums on stage was at that church. No and way. I was so nervous. Dude, and what scared, a boss. And it was awful. It turned out terrible. But it's my first time, so it's totally offbeat. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was bad. And the guy playing guitar kept like, "Come on, dude, pick it up. <laughs> Come on, dude, stop sucking." I'm <laughs> Basically, uh, when you're at church and you can't, you can't be mean, like. Dude, you're horrible. Help us out here. Yeah, I did it one time, and then they (laughs) never again. Anyway, um, I feel like I'm pretty good now. So yeah, man, you're rocking it now. Um, Anyway, I got into playing music, and even before getting into music, I was into NASCAR and racing and stuff. Yeah, but going into junior high, um, the school I went to, like nobody cared about any of that. But people, but my friends that I met all played music, and I was like, this is cool. So that's why I met my buddy Garrett. Uh, he played drums. I played guitar. We made a band. Makes sense. Back in 2009. And yeah. we're, we're, I was just on the phone with him like 20 minutes ago. And he's like, yeah. you want to jam? <laughs> Dude, that's so the best. It's, we still keep it keep it going. We're actually about to get the uh, the band back together. Yeah. Tell, so what's your band name? Okay, we are called Do Something Crazy. Yes. Don't know where the name came from. Uh, but it's like we're 11 years into it now. Might as well just. Keep it going. Yeah. Now, who else is in the band? Uh, as of now, like permanently, me, Ben, and Garrett, Ben Cooper. Shout out Ben Cooper. Yeah, ben Cooper. Uh, and then my buddy Caleb Cole. He's in it. Yeah. Currently, we're we're uh, transitioning right now, so I just don't want to say names. But we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes it back to that drummer. Hey, keep it up, man. Yeah, yeah. But like, okay, we're, I get uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my buddy Luke. He's uh, Luke Cunningham. He's in yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Here's, Run on, yeah. It's hey, it's he's, growing. He's Things change. People come, people go. That's just part of life, yeah. you know. So anyway, we've been playing since 2009. Playing shows, did a couple of DIY tours. Yeah, uh, never made a single dime. <laughs> Still, we actually have a <laughs> slept uh, in a van by the river. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously, we've done yeah. stuff like that. We 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 stayed in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas one time, and we were terrified like because we living heard. the dream without having the dream yeah. like hey man did your car run let's do it basically were you so. telling like all the people like yeah man let me go back to my tour bus and you knew it was just like it's your a, sub- it's a suburban <laughs> your friend suburban <laughs> like hey man let me go check at the tour bus can i come no no you can't man no. it's private stay over there yeah um but it, it was probably the most fun time of my life is yeah buying a piece of crap van yeah, it was like driving. you were like a just out of high school, right? When you were yeah, touring? eight, seventeen, eighteen yeah, yeah. years old. Uh, we bought this like eight top ramen together. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we 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 bought like ramen. We bought uh, a little grill, and so we all we ate were hot dogs <laughs> every, every single day. Living that life, that was awful, but the baller it, life. But it was cool because we got saving to, that money. <laughs> we got to travel, go to. I've played in Nashville. I've played in. How'd you guys book the shows? Like, were you not me. really known? You you just like I did it all myself. I just reached out. I literally would go on Google Maps and type in music venue, and just whatever would pop up and say, and I would plan like a tour date. You know, I would plan a route and say, okay, between these two dates, we're going to be here. What venues will let us play? So I just like would reach out to these venues and say, hey, can you uh, you guys let us play? Even if it's just like an opening, we just want to play. That's like um, so fantastically interesting. And how many on on one of those tours? How many shows would you book? Or uh, did you book? So like our biggest tour, quote yeah. unquote, was we played 
here, Tyler, we went to Nashville, we went to Columbus, Ohio. You remember Matt Robertson? Yeah. We played at his church in yeah. Columbus. He let us play, and <laughs> no he let way. us uh, crash at his house. So I don't know <laughs> if he'll, I'm going to send this to him. But Shout out, Matt. Yeah, What's hey, up? Matt, thanks for, that was such a cool. Matt plays guitar, too. Yeah, he's yeah. a cool guy. Anyway, we went from there, we went to Derry, Pennsylvania, and played wow. at this bar in front of one person. <laughs> like, no lie. Like we, it was closed? or no, it was open, but it was. The, it, it snowed. This was in December, so it yeah. snowed. It was so bad. I don't even know why my parents let me go. Um, you booked one, and it was just snow. Literally storm? one person was at this bar. Tell me what they look like. I need to know. Okay. I have to. I have what, to like know. The, what the bar looked like? No, no, what the one person that showed up looked like. <laughs> I'm just he was curious. he was sitting okay this it was a big venue too like picture this yeah. an old man huge was venue. he older oh yeah no he was sitting I, yeah. <laughs> he was sitting <laughs> at the the bar um was at the other end of the venue and there was like the bar stools were facing the opposite direction so we're yeah rocking out and playing and this dude is just sitting not not facing us, facing the bar, <laughs> and but but we can see him like oh, bobbing his head. So it's like at least he enjoyed it. So there's two people. There's a bartender. Well, yeah, and there yeah. was well, the, the, the people that work there don't count. <laughs> but yeah. one guy showed up, well, so that I mean, was that was cool. We still got the yeah. we got paid. Though. He was all like, "Oh man, there's a show today." <laughs> he turned around. Yeah. yeah, it was it was interesting. But that's a good sign. Me and Warren, um, I remember because we do dance. Yeah, we did a, we did a show one time. Not even a show. We just went and ministered at a senior's home, and they're like drooling. You know, <laughs> some of them can't even hear the music. And I'm like, Warren, do n- you can't ever let your audience um, determine your energy. You bring yeah. the energy, um, even if these people may meet Jesus in the next 20 minutes. You got you to gotta, you gotta go for it, if man. So we, we always played like whether there's 10 people or 1,000 people, play the same way. Play yes, on stage. Exactly. Um, yeah, kind of goes with the whole like it doesn't matter if you're reaching out. Now, when like, you play and there's only one person, did you stare at the back of that guy's head the entire time you were singing? <laughs> I don't remember. It was there's a video of it on YouTube. Like, no I, way. I made, yeah, there's oh, the, of good. that venue. I don't know if yeah, I got yeah, taken yeah. down because this was when I was editing. I added music from like big. Band. I added like a Guns N' Roses song. Immediately got taken down. Oh, yeah. but I didn't Copyright. realize. Yeah, I didn't know. Like that thing. Existed. You should learn that one guy's name. This goes out to Dave. Yeah, I wish I knew. Get that but guy. I, so yeah. after the Pennsylvania show, we played in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina, at this place called Go Burrito, <laughs> <laughs> and we got free burritos yeah. for uh, for that. It was really cool. So you didn't ask for any money from any of the venues? No, we did. We still we they gave us like a hundred bucks for gas. Yeah, which we ended. So up. So you went to mit- several states, like yeah. five, six states. Yeah. And did like 10, yeah, 20 Tennessee, shows? Tennessee, uh, Pennsylvania, What was Ohio. the most memorable moment? Was it the one guy? Is that the most memorable no, moment? No, the, there... the most memorable was probably... Or for the music side. Yeah, the music side. Like when we... The last show was in Atlanta, Georgia at this place called The Wonder Root. I don't know nice. if it's there anymore, but it was in a basement. And that was probably like the most fun show because you couldn't jump because the, the ceiling was a foot ahead of you. Um, wow. But it was packed. I mean, there was like bands like us. There was like punk bands and rock bands and metal bands. It was like six bands. Like supporting seven. each other. Yeah. And I don't know if the crowd was all the other bands, but it was dude. Still, it was so the most cool. fun. And uh, I think we sold like three t-shirts that night, which is a big deal to us. I just, wouldn't it just be so cool in 20 years down the road? You're just at an airport on a business trip 
and you see that shirt somewhere I've, on somebody. I've always wanted to see that. That's like, awesome. Always. I'm like, oh, that's me. That's <laughs> our band. I do that. I, I, I do. actually think about that because I'll, I've given my racing stickers out to people, and I'll yeah. drive around town, and it's like, that's my sticker. That's my name on that guy's Dude, car. Yeah. So it's... You know, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah. So for the Madness show, when I made my first batch of Madness shirts, I handed out thousands of T-shirts at yeah. school assemblies. I remember I was at an airport one time, saw a kid with, <laughs> I, and, and there, the way that my logo is and everything, there's no way. So oh, I yeah. knew, I'm like, that's my logo. And it was at the airport, and I was like, ah. Did you go up to him? And No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I just was like, why not? Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I don't know. I just didn't want to be the, like, hey, you know where that came from? I don't know. Someone donated it. buy the shirt? Is that a goodwill? It was like three bucks. I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> However, it got there. They had my shirt, and I was like, "That's, that's pretty cool." That's cool. Because in town, it's like it's cool. But then when it's on that like scale where you're at the airport, you fly somewhere, and then you see it, then yeah. you're like, "Man, it's like a whole yeah. nother level." That's so, pretty cool. So, where can people? Do you sell DSK merchandise? Uh, no, not we don't not have anymore. any T-shirts. No, but uh, if it starts to pick back up and people want us to play, yeah, then yeah, we're gonna make. Uh, t-shirts and hats and now how do people get a hold of you if they're like man i want to have dsk play and maybe a church event or a school event or some kind of like how uh, do they get a hold just of just hit me up go to my instagram or my facebook just merit yeah. sellers there you go merit just, sellers yeah just find me come on yeah. yeah or so the the do something crazy instagram page is still active garrett actually <laughs> runs the still page. active it's still yeah, so message, message the dsk yeah. page do something crazy with a k yep don't forget that um, but yeah, if you want us to play, we'll play. We'll play in your backyard. And your basement. <laughs> and Dude, your basement. hold my mom's upstairs. You guys got to keep it down a little bit. <laughs> so we actually really, we want to still do this, is book a house show tour. So only play in people's houses. Yeah, or backyards and stuff. Or like, no, That's in right. houses. Just like in, like a house. in living rooms. Like clear the couches out, get out, get Dude, stuff that down that you be, don't want broken. Especially well, for like a music video. That would be so oh, yeah. cool. I think it'd be awesome. Like um, music video on the house tour. Yeah. That's rad, yeah. But, yeah, just that whole uh, winter, I think that was 2013. It was a winter show? Like yeah. Like a whole winter. Win- yeah. That's crazy. So it was cold out. And we actually stayed. Hence the name. Do something crazy. Yeah. So we always did stuff like that. But um, I remember being in, I think, Pennsylvania for New Year's Eve because it was yeah. it was right into January. And um, we were, and it was like minus seven degrees. We're from Texas. We don't deal with that. Uh-huh. Um, so we're all huddled around yeah. uh, this red roof in on the outside. And a lot of the band <laughs> members like smoke cigarettes. So we're all out there just being <laughs> stupid and <laughs> playing in the snow. Like I've got, yeah, ba- yeah. I'll send you these videos. I mean, they're really yeah, funny. It's memories, you know, it's, yeah. it's through life. You have memories. I yeah. just picture one of your bandmates smoke a cigarette and then you threw a snowball his face. And then he's like, why would you do that? <laughs> That's cool. What's so, what's so, like one of your favorite memories of not the music side, but just, like, do you have a wild story, like a gas station oh, or no. a place where you had to sleep and you're so like, many. yeah, give me like one that kind of so stands out when we, you were traveling. We toured with this band called Burning Slow and they're from Waxahachie. A guy yeah. named Matt Broder. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Matt. Yeah. Uh, so he has a band called Burning Slow and they're like a reggae rock band. That's cool. Um, and so 20, I think the summer of 2013, maybe it was 2014. Anyway, we went on like a Texas tour run. So they had their van and we had just bought Betty White, which is a, this 92 Dodge huge church van. <laughs> um, yeah. No AC, no insulation, nothing. Oh, man. It was 800 bucks, bought on Craigslist, <laughs> drove it home. <laughs> oh, and I got pulled over in that van because the inspection was out on my way to go get it inspected. 
and the guy still gave me a ticket. I was so mad, dude. I see that guy drive around all the time. I was just kind of like, dude. Why would you do that? Why, man? I'm going to throw a snowball. I literally, like, got the the (laughs) van inspected and then drove to the constable office and was like, look, I got inspected. Can you take the ticket back? And he's like, oh, it doesn't work like that. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. (laughs) Anyway. Please, sir. uh, Please. (laughs) Just one time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I mean, he's just doing his job. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, we we drove to, like, uh, we played a show in Austin, San Antonio, Three Rivers, Texas. I don't know if you know where that's at. Way down south. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the way from San Antonio to Three Rivers, um, our van broke down. And yeah. so we had to park it on the side of the highway. Yeah. Uh, and we waited s- about six hours for a ride oh, to come gosh. take us to. They hired, like, another guy to drive our trailer. because We were the ones towing yeah, the trailer yeah. with all the gear. And so they <laughs> – I don't remember the guy's name, but he had a Suburban. And so he just toured with us the rest of the – the rest of the two weeks we had. Really? Um, but this the day before, Burning Slow's van also broke down in Austin. Oh, so no they way. had to get they had we had to wait another five hours for someone else to bring your car down. And so wow. I had I called my dad and he's like, All right, we'll be there. So he drove There I go. Here's his truck and he drove and hauled the van back to my house. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're six hours away from my house. Yeah. Like from Waxachi. I forgot yeah. where we're at. <laughs> but Gosh. we I mean I look back way. at it now, and it was like, you know, those were good memories. Like, yeah. I've got pictures of all that kind of stuff, and yeah. I'm glad. Um, like, my mom's real big into, like, scrapbooking and yeah, photos. Yeah. And when you're a kid, you're like, oh, quit taking my picture. But now it's yeah. like, everyone line up. We're taking pictures. Well, I remember so. your haircut vividly. You oh, had no. you had the, the <laughs> Texas Chili Bowl. I did. And that was, that, that was goal. I wish Not I had a, a picture. Not, I'd probably do somewhere. Remember, it was like blonde and like weird. Dyes oh, that phase, color. you know. Yeah. The boy I bands it. came out, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> <laughs> Told you never to go full Lance Bass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you dye your hair, and uh, I kind of I had that too, man. I had you know a dance crew, and we did backup dancing, and yeah. have all these crazy stories. Which uh, I'm gonna do an episode at some point with all the crazy stories because they're so much fun to talk about. But um, so you were in a NASCAR, but. At a young age, which is interesting, because like yeah. you said, like you don't just go around eighth grade, like, hey man, you wanna you wanna do some NASCAR, watch some NASCAR today, and they're like, what? No, let's jam. So basically, when did you kind of pick back up on the dream of like where you are now? So it all happened when in 2015, I got this job working at a mechanic shop uh, called Anglin Automotive. I worked there from 2015 to 2020. So if you're in Waxhachi and you weren't there, odds are I worked on your car. Bada bing, um, bada boom. Yeah, probably didn't all change or brakes or something on it. But uh, <laughs> and Not actually, on the way here, I saw a car that I worked on before because I remember I recognized the bumper sticker. It was like the Coke's. It's just like sticker. construction workers. Like, see that? Your dad helped build that. Yeah. You're the same way. We're like, see that car there? I've I worked on that. When Haley and I drive in town, it's like, I've worked on that car. I've worked on that car. I've worked. <laughs> <laughs> There's a car that I swapped an engine in one time. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God it's still running. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Cross your fingers, please, please, yeah, Lord. Yeah, but uh, so anyway, um, back in 2015, I got this job working at a mechanic shop, and like I, I like cars and like racing and stuff, but I wasn't that yeah. really interested in it. And so my my boss, like a week later after I started working, he's like, "Hey, do you want tickets to the NASCAR race coming up in November?" And I was like, "Heck yeah, that sounds cool." Yeah, because I mean I've been to races, but it's it's been years since I've been to a race. 
So he, he hooked me up with some tickets, and uh, I think I took my dad, and we <laughs> pulling into the to the parking lot. It all like hit me like right then and there. I was like, "This is cool. Like, why have I been? Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't watched it like ten years. Yeah. And so it all kind of came back to me, and watching going into the stands, the whole pre race ceremonies to do the national anthem and the flyover. Yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff came back to me because I watched it as a kid yeah, and thought it was just the coolest thing. It's still really cool. Like if you've never been to a NASCAR race, even if you like hate on it on TV, because it is kind of boring to watch on TV. But when you're there, it's a completely different In retrospect, it aren't a lot of things like, oh, cool, we put the ball through a hoop. Yeah, or, oh, they is. threw a ball. In. I mean, it's, it's the more, same kind of redundancy of like, oh, cool, they're going around in a circle again. Yeah. Like all of it's kind of, yeah. you know. It's more fun when you're there. But yeah. anyway, just watching – Watching them live, it kind of made me realize I want to do that. I've always wanted to do that. Um, you always like going fast? Yeah, just like, go driving, faster, Dad. fast, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've always had an interest in stock cars and just the way they looked. Um, as a kid, we'd go to Cowtown Motor Speedway, which is in Kennedale. Yeah. Um, I was like six years old, seven years old. My dad would take me. So your dad's and, always somewhat been in racing. Too? Yeah, he's more like a dirt track guy, and yeah, um, not awesome. as like involved with it as I am. But yeah. he still likes going to watch. And I just remember watching the cars and how cool and pretty and colorful the cars were. I think that's what got my attention. Yeah, um, just the way they looked, the way they sounded, just the, the smell, of the the rubber and the fuel. It's all always had kind of a. I don't know. I was always attracted to I get it. you. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I, know mean? So, I, yeah I know you're saying. So, and then I stopped watching it because I got into music. But anyway, going back to the my boss giving me tickets, like that race right there was like, I have to do this. What can I do to get inside that race car? Yeah. Because I, I feel like I can do it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a decent driver. I know everyone says that, but I really think I can actually. Hey, my wife says that. Just kidding, Sarah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, But I... I wanted to start racing, and I wasn't sure how. And so um, I hit up this guy that I listened to on another podcast. Um, yeah. There's a NASCAR driver named Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Um, he's got his own show. I don't know if it's still on or not. It was called yeah. The Glass Case of Emotion, like from uh, Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a guy came on. His name is Jesse Iwuji. Yeah. And uh, him and Emmett Smith are starting a NASCAR team. No fun, way. Yeah, fun fact. I don't know what the – I think it's just called Jesse Woody Racing. And you're like, <clears throat> hey, guys, man. Yeah, but when he – he kind of had the similar story that I had is he uh, was in the Navy or he went to college and joined the Navy and went to the Navy college and played football, big into football. And he's my age. I think he's like a year older. And then a friend took him to a late model race, which is just a stock car race on asphalt. Um, and he kind of had that same thing, like a switch went off. He was like, I have to do that. This yeah. looks really cool. And how can I do that? And so he started, um, started, uh, like writing on, like making a dream board and like writing and envisioning himself as a race car driver Yeah, and saying like, I can do this. And so every single day he would like write down, like I am an NASCAR driver. Yeah. Um, cause there's big power and I am. And yeah, that. absolutely. And so I st- my thing was like, you know, if that guy and he's racing in the truck series, like right now, which is where I want to race. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, if that guy, if that guy can do it, like 
I totally can. Yeah, for sure. So for the past four years, um, I've, I've, I've definitely prayed about it and asked God, like, can I do this? It's just been on my heart since I was a little kid. I don't think there's a coincidence. Yeah. Why I have this like dream. And so I started making a dream board and I started saying to myself, like, I am a professional race car driver. Like I am this thing. And dude, all these doors started opening up like crazy. Um, started meeting all these people. I started, uh, like finding ads for, uh, like race schools and, uh, a coworker of mine was like, Hey, I've got this like race simulator. You can just have it. I'm like, okay, cool. There's no way like this (laughs) doesn't just happen. But, um, and now I have like a truck and a trailer and I've got my own race car and I have one full-time employee. Thanks, William. Shout out William Rigby. Yeah. Yeah. He's, (laughs) And like it's cool because like he's he's committed and he wants to go far with it too. Yeah. Um, oh, I think you're gonna call. <laughs> I heard that through here. Um, but yeah, I just I've been on this like drive into getting no pun intended. Yeah, no pun full intended to get into NASCAR. Yeah. Because um, you just finished your first season. Second. Second. This season. is my second season. Second season at Kennedale. Right, you've been doing Kennedy. What other uh, racetracks have you uh, been on? Heart of Texas Speedway. It's in Waco. Mm. We didn't race there this year. Um, the one time we were going to race, I couldn't because my engine blew up. Yeah. Um, and I'll get to that later. But uh, just trying to get seat time, trying to figure out how to progress further. Because right now I race with this club called the, the Lone Star Dwarf Car Club. Yeah. They're little tiny cars, um, but they're just as fast and just as powerful as your basic race car um they're a lot harder to drive and i gotta say it's not it's not just turning left like it's it is harder than it looks yeah like not a lot of people can do it yeah even the simulator that was tough for me yeah i I crashed it's hard i mean there's there's science and there's uh, a technical ability involved with it yeah um but and i'm not perfect at it but i think i can master it yeah absolutely if, if given the right circumstance um Going with that, I I knew I wanted to have some sort of background or job in the NASCAR industry, but I'm just I wasn't sure where to where to go. Yeah. So I was going through Facebook one day, and I saw this job offer on yeah. like their things like, "Hey, NASCAR racing experience. We need people." And I was like, "Boom, that's perfect." I'll Dang. just and it was like a bottom level, like well, not really bottom level because it's all the same, um, but it was like a simple kind of task. And I said, you know, if I can, like, get in and work my way up, maybe I can get something out of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I started working, and during my interview, I told him, like, you know, I want to start my own team. Um, I want to be a driver. I want to be an owner. Um, but I'll start wherever you need me to. I'm also a mechanic, so if you guys need a mechanic, hit me up. And so, like, the first day that I worked an event, the mechanic quit. And so my boss was like, hey, you're, yeah. He's like, you're a mechanic, right? I'm like, yeah. So you're hired. Hey, kid, grab a wrench. Yeah, basically, that's literally what happened. <laughs> and uh, and I've been there ever since, uh, since April. Yeah, April this year. Yeah, and so wh- where is it at? Oh, it's called, it's, at, uh, it's called the NASCAR Racing Experience. Yeah. So you can pay to drive a real NASCAR stock car. And where is that at? Uh, Texas Motor Speedway. It's actually all that's over awesome. the country. Yeah different racetracks but the one here is at Texas Motor Speedway so is that how God's providing like 
Connections, so resources, here's, information. Here's what my take is. Um, I think that I'm, and I think it's only for a season because I'm starting to get, not burnout, out, but it is a really far drive. I live yeah. in Waxahachie. To get there, it's an hour and 20 minutes yeah. without traffic. Yeah, and there's always there's always traffic. I know dude, wishful it thinking sucks, dude. But yeah. you know, I'll, I'll take it because with being like a race car driver, you're gonna have to travel anyway, and um, you get there faster. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But uh, so I started uh, working on the race cars, and they are real race cars. I mean, they're built. Yeah, they all were, they all were raced at one point. Some of them were. Some of them were built specifically for the school. Yeah. Um, they started learning about how these cars actually worked. The parts that are involved with these cars. So you get free drive time? So that's the other thing is I told him, like, hey, I've got some racing experience one year, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, I think I can drive. And so I had asked him, like, can I, can you guys let me drive? I'll be a ride driver, you know, get people rides and stuff. And he's like, well, we'll see. And so one night we, it was like really slow. She's like, get a suit on. I'm like, Yes, sir. <laughs> Ran, <laughs> You'll tell me suit. twice. Yeah, basically. So he yeah. let me run a couple laps and, uh, you know, told me I did pretty good. Here goes Merritt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then eventually, uh, this was a couple months ago, but I had asked him, like, can I can I legitimately try to be a ride driver? I mean, because we're hiring guys that live in, like, Louisiana. I'm like, dude, I'm here. Yeah. Let me, let me do this. You know, I think I can do it. So they started training me with another guy. The guy from Louisiana. Yeah. He's, he has like 30 years racing experience, super good driver. And the way he, we did it is I would follow him. Like, you yeah. know how you tailgate people on the highway? Yeah. Okay, but I had to go closer, and we're also going 160 miles an hour. Yeah. So that's a little little scary. That's kind if you of can a, read this, back off. Basically, <laughs> that's exactly how it went. Um, but he would... He would have me pass him, and I would run my line, and he would ride on on my bumper. He would be hey, right behind awesome. me, so it's like I just can't worry about him. I have to focus on my. And it was a really cool experience. I mean, yeah. if you've ever, even if you've gone a hundred on the highway, like that's fast, but you go one fifty, one sixty, gets a little yeah sketchy. And even though like the Na- the real NASCAR drivers are going two hundred on the super speedways like Daytona and Talladega, yeah. wow. At Texas, they'll do like one eighty nine. So are you are you being trained? Are you actually yeah, a ride driver so, now? Or? Uh, I did it one time. I got to. I've taken maybe twenty passengers for a ride, yeah. and and whenever I got out of the car, like after after the day was done, I got out of the car and I almost like cried because I realized I am I officially got paid to drive a NASCAR stock car. Like yeah. today is the first day I got. That's beautiful, I got man. Paid. So it, really it was is. like you know it what? It really is. And That's beautiful. I, and after all that, I was like, "Thank you, God." Like this is, for one thing, this is freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's, here's like the victory noise. Like, yes. Like, you know, like I was like on my knees. Like, Thank you, God. <laughs> like, oh. Merritt had a dream, and that dream was fast. I don't know something like that. Like, <laughs> and he accomplished it. That's. So, oh, I wanted to go <laughs> back and. <laughs> And uh, you're talking about, like, music and all that stuff. I still love playing music. I still play drums here and guitar. I play guitar Well, you're a lot like me in that, here's my dream. What do I need to accomplish it? And then you do it, and you go, oh, my gosh. And there's that recognizable moment that makes you cry that's like, I did it. 
Yeah. Like I didn't let the devil try to discourage me through family, friends or anybody, but I did it and he helped me do it. And it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing when you look back and go, come on, what's next? Like, what's the next thing? Yeah. Now? Even the music. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I'm not going to let it stop me that I can't go on tour. I'm going to go buy an $800 thing on Craigslist and I'm going to go and I'm going to yeah. have fun and I'm going to, I'm going to do this, you know? So, so with that, with, you know, not to sound like egotistical or like, Hey, look at me, but I think I have an interesting life. I could totally be on a Netflix documentary. I want is, somebody you be to like, like, I want somebody hey, to if follow. Tiger King gets a documentary, surely Seriously. a punk rock dude. And, and the way I met you is like merit, a fascinating fact about merit is he's an Eagle scout too. Yeah, I am. I so am fr- he went from like a chili bowl, like Boy Scout, to like punk rocker to like NASCAR driver. If and if that doesn't deserve a documentary, I don't know what else does. Yeah, I'm, I've been looking. Especially for when somebody. they're making Tiger King too. You're like, what are you? They're making a second one. They are. I just found out. Did you watch the first one? I've seen clips. I I couldn't it get is past the wildest roller coaster <laughs> I dude. I just know he's in prison somewhere close by. He's us. out now. He is? Yeah, I oh, think so. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, it's well, if you have children, don't watch that show. Yeah, um, it's weird. Help him, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but it is pretty cool. So, so the next, um, you're racing, and that's kind of where too. Like you, you have more that you want to get to. I have so much more. Yeah, you've I only just started. To. So tell people like what they can do to even help like fulfill your dream. What can people do listening or coming across this? What can they do? Uh, well, I could always use sponsors. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's Engines the, are not cheap. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I'll go back to that first question, but the last race that I did was in September and yeah. it was a five day event and I was there all five days. First day was a practice day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're all qualifying. And Friday was our feature and this is the Texas dirt national. So there's like, and it's at Texas motor speedway at yeah. their dirt track. Yeah. Um, so getting to race there was cool. But on the last day, the first lap, for one, I spun out, almost got hit, and then I caught back up because a caution came out. And then after we lined back up, uh, I noticed my old temperature was going up. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm here. This is the last day. I'm just going to send it, bro. And Send uh, it, William. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's what he told me. He's like, yeah. dude. Anyway, we're... <laughs> <laughs> go Dude. around. I started, uh, I was, I remember driving and, uh, going down the back stretch and, and smelling burning oil. I'm like, well, that's yeah. not good. And then going across, making the turn, going across the front stretch, uh, oil started splattering all over my, uh, cause I don't have like a windshield. I have like a mesh grill. <laughs> You're not allowed to have a windshield. At you, boy. So yeah, <laughs> getting mud and dirt everywhere. But I, I, I got oil all over my helmet all yeah. over my fire suit and it was just getting everywhere. And I was like, man, I, there's like, this is lap like four out of 25. There's no way I can make it. I'm like, you know, what? Yeah. I'm just going to push this thing and whatever I do, whatever happens, happens. If it blows, it blows. So yeah. going down the back stretch, oil just bursts everywhere. There's photos and videos of it, but the it just goes up in white smoke everywhere. Yeah. My, my engine just stops. Um, because it, it broke an oil line, so all the yeah. oil escaped. And when an engine doesn't run on oil, fun fact, they blow up. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have a blow yeah. up uh, button here, but yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, so it's I just uh, slap. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I pulled it back in, and yeah, I'm 
I'm upset about it, but I'm not at the same time because there's a reason for that, for something better. Because my car is also pretty dang old. Everyone else has like brand new chassis or at least one that's um, built before or built after 2000. Yeah. (laughs) Mine was built in like 99 or 2000, something like that. And my engine, the engine that I have is built, it was rebuilt in 1998. Yeah. And, but I was still keeping up with everybody. Yeah. So um, how much is that's that's the so question. So how, how, what are you trying to raise right now? I'm trying to raise like five grand um, because I need to get an engine that's typically two or three thousand, and then I also need to have a new seat, a uh, new containment yeah. seat because my seat's outdated. Yeah. Um, typically on race cars, you have like a race harness, but it's not just that they have. Um, like the full containment seat contains like your body. Yeah. And also when you, when you're wearing your helmet, it has these like bars that go on either side of the helmet. Yeah. So if you flip or get in a wreck, you don't just like flop everywhere. Yeah. It contains it. Um, I don't have that. And so these cars, <laughs> unfortunately the cars that I yeah. drive, they flip easily. Yeah. And I've, I've seen too many flips of these and I'm just like, you know what? I want to get yeah. a nice seat, even yeah. though they're a thousand dollars. Yeah, you, so you can't put a price on safety. Oh, absolutely. So that's kind of the next, next deal. We're putting five thousand on it. Yeah. So tell people about the sponsorship opportunities, like what you'll do for. Oh yeah, the amounts and forgot stuff. about that. Sorry, I, I meant to get to that. But uh, basically, I have like a sponsor proposal that I kind of send to people, and you can do, um, like a small contingency sponsorship. Like if you ever saw a NASCAR race car and saw like the little stickers on the sides. Yeah. That's like the contingency ones. They help out with like, they hook me up with like oil or spark plugs or like random parts, maybe not necessarily money, but the bigger ones that are like on the hood and on the sides of the cars, um, those are like the big money ones. So I typically do like a two, a $250 a month sponsorship deal and then a 500 a month. And then yeah. anything you want to do after we can talk. Um, because eventually I want to get like another race car and race down in Houston. That's kind of my next step is there's a, there's a truck series that I want to race at. Is there any sponsors you want to give a shout out to right now? Uh, that Gibson, that Gibson, they are something different. <laughs> is that the, no, is that the uh, tagline? Yeah. That's like her thing. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's something cool. Like different. It. Yeah. Uh, so Stephanie Gibson owns that Gibson. Yeah. Uh, and when I, I heard about her. Excuse me, in her store. I was at the Ugly Heifer, which is like a new restaurant pretty close to my house. It's like, no, I asked my wife to go there. What'd you say? (laughs) I'm like, no, it's like, it's an actual place. It's a good place. It is. It's very good. I know the owner. Yeah, they're right next to each other. Ugly Heifer and that Gibson. Yeah. Um, But I saw a little business card. I was like, what is this? It had like a girl in a truck. I'm like, is this like a hot rod store or something? Yeah. It was like car parts. I'm like, no, they sell clothes and stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. So I hit her up on Facebook and I was like, hey, uh, noticed you like cars. I have a car. You want to be on it? And we just start talking. Uh, and it's like a pretty good relationship. I mean, that's she, awesome. She hooks me up. And, yeah, you guys uh, had a cool event out there, right? You brought the car out. Yeah. People took pictures. And I love bringing my race car. The race events. simulator too, right? I know. You I didn't do the race simulator yeah. then, but I like bringing it out. Yeah. And um, doing like challenges. Like if you can beat my lap time, I'll give you a t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. You guys, um, you guys all need to go to MeritSellersRacing.com. Buy yourself a shirt. That way he can find you in an airport and go, Yep, <laughs> there it is. Um, but yeah, if you uh, if you just want to reach out to me, like 
if you have my number, I know my mom's going to listen to this. So, hey, Come mom. On. At DSK. Yeah. You know, all the Instagram stuff we talked about, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just find me on, on Instagram or Facebook or something and just reach out and say, hey, I want help, or what can I do to help sponsor? I've already got, um, like, three lined up for next year that I can't, oh, wow. can't yeah. say yet. So, uh, um, Well, you, you the Madness listeners couldn't have it on the exclusive yeah. here. Sorry. All right. <laughs> when I say a name, wink twice. No, I'm just fine. Um, that's really cool, though. I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, I do remember, shout out to William Rigby, who showed me how to do a cheat code on my Prius to make it faster. That thing is awesome. <laughs> I can now cut people off. And they'd be like, what is that fish sticker? Isn't he the pastor? No, I'm just fine. I don't do that. Um, Are you but tell that people, no. Well, I should. I mean, the gas prices. I'm like, who's laughing now? <laughs> um, you did have an interesting job I think people deserve to hear about. You know, because we, we talked about you do have an interesting story. And I think working, you know, with people of small stature. Oh, <laughs> um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I th- tell them okay, about that. That yeah. was that's a random. I mean, so you, that's the kind of job you find on Craigslist, or you just make that some is a job I literally found on Craigslist. <laughs> so, um, I've had, I've had more jobs than I can count on both hands. Yeah, like I've never been fired. Knock on wood. I've always just left jobs to find other jobs. Yeah. Um, so, like I've been a pizza boy. I've delivered pizza. I've I've been a pool boy. Yeah, uh, but this one takes the cake. This one, quite literally, will take the cake. So, scrolling through, I was working at um, Arlington Motorsports, which is a motorcycle dealership. Yeah. I like how all, a lot of your jobs fit kind of like the narrative of here's what I want to be, so I want to work in something That's, that I'm interested I, in. Smart. I always think that, like, I'm here at this job for to teach me a lesson, to teach yeah. me, like, a skill. But anyway, yeah. I, was at, I was working at this motorcycle shop, and no offense if you're listening and you work there. I hated that job. I did not. It was just, I'm not a salesperson. I'm and it's just, okay. I think, you know, you smacked into reality and you realize like, oh, you know, there goes gravity. And, yeah. Uh, I always tell people, even in like relationships, if you don't find someone attractive, it's because not everyone's meant for you. You get one, uno, done, mm-hmm. dunsky, everyone else. It's okay. Yep. So jobs are kind of the same way. You only going to, you know, you have a job. If you don't like it, that's fine. Yep. So I was, uh, I was unhappy. I was trying to find something else, something quite different. So I was scrolling through Facebook, or not Facebook, uh, Craigslist, and I did this yesterday. I was scrolling through, like, odd jobs. Like, what can I do? Random. Yeah. Um, and it was one that said tour bus driver. Okay, cool. You know, I, I can drive big trucks. I know how to yeah. drive them. Uh, I click on the ad. It said extreme midget wrestling <laughs> tour bus driver. And I was like, I'm calling this guy right now. I, I hit him up. and was like, hey, my name is Merritt. Um this is this for your ad? Like, I'm. Are you still looking for somebody? Like, yeah. What's your background? I'm like, well, I've toured before with my band, so like, I'm good on the road. I know how to yeah. keep to myself and and uh, survive. Yeah, because tour life is hard. Yeah. Um, I can drive big things. It wasn't even a tour bus. It was an RV. <laughs> well, I'm sure with the little people, it's probably a yeah, little room, more spacious, plenty of room for them. It was awful for. Them. I had no space. Was the main guy? Is he? Was he a, an extreme midget wrestler himself? Or no. Was so like the guy a, that hired me, um, he was my size, normal. Yeah. And, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he, I, I had called him and he said, "Hey, we're actually playing. We're performing at Trees tonight in Dallas. You should come out and meet everybody." So I drove to Trees. Yeah. And I watched them perform. It's a fantastic show. If you've never seen a midget wrestling or and like it's Mike, called what is it called specifically? Extreme midget wrestling. Extreme midget wrestling. Yes. And I one hundred percent really worked for them at one point. Yeah. For like a month. 
and uh, little so time I, with little people. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I worked for. I uh, I went did you ever get show. dragged into one of the shows? So like, here's the thing, uh, I the next day they were driving down to Austin or someplace down in Texas, and so like you should come with us. So my dad drove me to the gas station and dropped me off. I'm like, okay, my dad, have my backpack over my shoulder, and I crawl on this bus. And out comes, there's like six or seven of these extreme, the midget wrestlers. Yeah. Walking into the gas station. Your dad's like, what's going on? He's like, son? what? I didn't tell him where I was working either. You just. He's like, you guys are what? only half the man my son oh my is. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't think you can say that stuff sorry. anymore. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, wait, I, I go down there and uh, they wanted me to be a driver and like sell merch and stuff. Help set yeah. up the ring, just stuff like that. Um, is it a big ring? Is it a regular size? It's like a regular size ring, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it was actually really How many wrestlers fun. did they bring to one like, show? S- like five or six. Five or six? Yeah, they had like a whole storyline going. Do they and, do like impersonations of, uh, oh, yeah. of WWE? Oh, yeah. Okay, like, that's one cool. One guy was like a mini the Hulk. The guy Hulk. was Lil Fabio. Um, I follow him on uh, Snapchat and Instagram. Dude, that still. is so... It's just, His name is Chris. So cool. he's, a, he's a cool guy. A what lot a of fun, them... What a good experience. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And so I was only on the road for like three days at that one point. Yeah. And then he'll say, hey, we're going back on tour in a month. Can you do it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Or maybe it was like two weeks later or something yeah. like that. So the same deal. I drive to, or my dad, or somebody dropped me off at a gas station. We drove. Was it like a full big tour bus? Or oh, no. Like a, this was, was a, no, they were they started in uh, Los Angeles. So I actually, they wow. flew me to LA. So I hopped on a plane to LAX and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you came plane. in like a wrecking ball, I'm sure. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Flew to LA and I and I get off the plane. I walk out and there's a big RV. It's the same RV that yeah, yeah. I did and uh, hop on there and immediately start driving in LA traffic. It's four o'clock at this point oh, and gosh. just can't go anywhere. We don't have a show that night, but we were just going to stay at a hotel. And uh, Haley laughs at me for the way I say hotel. Hotel. Yeah, she's going to laugh at me, but I don't <laughs> care. I say it like that and. Uh, we, uh, first night goes by pretty well. Second night, pretty good. Third night, I'm getting kind of tired because one, we're driving through the night. I don't have any time to sleep. Yeah. And then during the day, I'm up all day working. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to sleep, dude. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. So finally during the show, I, I slept underneath a table. <laughs> I, had my backpack <laughs> and I slept underneath it, our merch table. We set up like a blanket and had all of our. We had like the masks we can sell, like yeah, yeah. El Toro mask, and uh, yeah. I slept underneath the table for like three hours, and I was good. And so every single day, I got like four or five hours of sleep, if that. Yeah. But wow. but it was cool, man. It was a cool experience. And then toward the end, um, I was like, "Can I do the show with y'all?" And they're like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." And so they gave Dang. me like the referee. T- I got a picture of that too. I'll show it to you in a minute. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, they gave me like the referee shirt with like the black and white stripes and, um, yeah, I just, from watching and learning what they do and how they do yeah. it, I got to work with them and they got to, they hit me with like chairs and stuff and threw me <laughs> on the ground. It was fun, man. It was, it was a blast, but I'll probably never do it again. Punching you square in the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like they come swinging, but See, you hold their good. head where they can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for showmanship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, cool. it was great. And. The money was actually pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't just for the money, but like they they gave me a per diem, and it was like yeah. I got like this much a show. Yeah, 
I'll just say I got like 200 bucks a show. We did like 20 shows in a month, but I never yeah. spent any of it. Because all the food, there was already food available. Yeah. I didn't have to buy anything or stay in a hotel or like buy a hotel. Yeah. So I just saved all that money. And then when I got back, I just blew it all. <laughs> like I do. But that, yeah, we but all yeah, do. Just, we all do. I, it, so. uh, it was a unique experience. And everyone like kind of double takes like, what? You worked at this extreme. Method. I just, it's so fascinating to me. I'd probably do it. I'd get in trouble. I can be very politically incorrect sometimes. Not not uh, like <laughs> anything rude. I just I'm just weird. My brain works yeah. in a weird way. Uh, yeah, you know. And I, the little puns, I wouldn't be able to stop myself. <laughs> You'd be good at like emceeing because they they actually wanted me to like be an MC. Like, oh, he's throwing down, blah blah blah. But like, I just couldn't do it because like I can't think like that on my feet. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not that good at stuff like that. Oh man, I, it's the dream. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're out there, my name is John. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. And and yeah. the other, one of the guys that uh, like kind of helped run the thing, his name was Pat Tanaka or something like that. Yeah. Pat something. Um, but he was in bad company. He was like a, a real wrestler, like from the nineties, bad company. Really? And like, yeah, he was, he was there running it. Dang. That's... So I toured with him. That's cool. Yeah, dude. <sighs> that's a, that's a big deal. You can be like, Hey, it was neat. I know Pat Tanaka. Yeah, I think that's his name. I if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I don't know. But Pat Tanaka and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I I really feel like I have such a weird, interesting still young, backstory. You know? Yeah, I'm, I can still keep going. But yeah, young guy married to a nurse. Thank you so much, Haley, yes. for all you do. So he's Thank you. married, and then at someday we'll have little, um, you know, little Talladega drivers running around. <laughs> Told Haley, like, <laughs> as soon as our children can even get the idea of, like, walking, I'm buying them a go-kart and, like, putting them in a go-kart before they can even walk or I'm talk. I'm just thinking about how life turned out, and I'm just wondering, is there any coincidence that you worked for a midget wrestling thing and then you and then you started racing dwarf cars? Is that linked? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I just had that thought. I was like, man. I don't know. Maybe the <laughs> well, the reason I got into dwarf cars is yeah. uh, technically my car is a legend car. Yeah, they call them. You can just look up legend car and just go. Merit the myth, the man, yeah. the legend. <laughs> um, these legend cars were built uh, in the nineties to they're five eight scale race cars, but they're built they're built to mimic NASCARs from the fifties, forties, yeah. and fifties. They're pretty cool. I've been inside one. It's it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they're you they're let neat. Me hop inside. Um. So I started, I started doing research, like when I wanted to start racing, like what's like the cheapest option I can just get into and dwarf car racing was and legend car racing kind of yeah. popped up. So I bought this little legend car and, uh, I spent about a year working on it. Cause it was kind of a basket case. It didn't run. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Oh my gosh. I had Whataburger earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally got it running, got new carbs, fixed everything. Finally got this thing tip top shape. COVID hits. Everything shuts down. Dang. And I was like, God, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> you let yeah. me buy this car and it it wasn't like a moment of doubt. I was like, you know, whatever there's reason. But at the time I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man. So I'm like, whatever, this will give me more time to like repaint it. Cause it was like a, a different color and wrong, yeah, yeah. The, the wrong number, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So repainted it, got new decals for it. And then, in June of 2020, um, 
at Big O Speedway in Ennis, they had like a uh, a quarantine nationals race. That's what they called it. <laughs> yeah. And that was my first race. I raced that. Yeah. Uh, I have a picture of it hanging up in my uh, my office. That's awesome. And, so uh, what's your what's your best finish so far? Uh, in a feature, probably mm, like ninth. Yeah, that's awesome. A top 10. Yeah, yeah. top 10 for yeah, sure. That's good. And uh, so what, when's racing season start for you? So typically it's like March and April. So um, from now until then, we're trying yeah. to get raise the money, yeah. get the car ready, and then possibly maybe look into adding another car to the fleet. Yeah, or? I actually want to buy another dwarf car. Um, and how much do you need for that? Like 8000 <laughs> Come on, listeners. Yeah. All 500 of you. Let's you go. You can pledge uh, on the phone. Make a pledge. Call the number. <laughs> yeah. Call today, one 800 That's right. That'd be so but, cool. But I want to have another dwarf car um, so that I can train other drivers. So if somebody yeah. wants to come and say, hey, I don't have a lot, but um, I want to race, I'm like, cool. I've got this car. If you can get your gear and you can at least cover fuel and cover, like, the pit pass, like, yeah. we'll get you in the car and we'll let you race. That's awesome. Um, so I want to do something like that. Yeah. Um Kind of kind passing of like, it along. Yeah, you know, because, like, somebody – or I don't want to say no one did it for me, but I kind of paid my way to do it myself. Because I'm, yeah. I'm just one of those guys who's like, I want to do this by myself and figure this out on my own. Yeah. Um, I'm not, like – I'm not as hardcore. Like, I'm not going to stop and ask directions. I'm not like that. But when it comes to stuff like this, <laughs> like, I yeah. want to – like, I don't want to race yeah. for, like, Hendrick Motorsports or, like, Joe Gibbs Racing. I don't want to be one of their drivers. I yeah. want to be my own name. Yeah, my own driver. It sounds like um, a cool race name, Merritt Sellers. Merritt Sellers Racing. Yeah, doesn't it sound John like a, Bell Racing does not make sense. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. Merritt Sellers Racing. That sounds cool. You know, like it fits. Like cool race names. Uh, like, like the the guy you're talking about that just joined your band, Kobe Clausen. Caleb Cole. That sounds like a. There's a like guy a named name. Cole Custard. That sounds more That's like a, a World War Two name. Yeah, but the other yeah. guy sounds like he'd be a solo artist or something. Like yeah, my name's. Clay cool. Like, there's a guy named Scott Speed, who's a NASCAR driver. Like See? That. And that's, that's his real name. That's a cool name. Scott Speed here. Yeah. Like, that's that that makes sense to you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But one <laughs> one day, I want to, I think this is a crazy goal. I want to be in the, not only in the NASCAR Hall of Fame, but also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I want to be in both Dude, double, one day. Double I totally dip. think I could do Why it. Why not? I think you can do it. Yeah. Why not? I think it's that's cool. a crazy goal, but I'm going for it. And that's kind of. But do something crazy on the car. Somewhere. Yeah. Have you thought about that? Nickelback sponsored our NASCAR one time. And Creed. Then sometime you look back <laughs> and you're like, look at this photograph. <laughs> oh, I love doing that. So I have so many goals. Like Haley and I want to open up a, a restaurant or like a little bakery. Yeah. One day I want to open up a bar and grill that's like NASCAR themed and like with go-kart. That's cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. I have so many ideas. And like go-kart. The food to the table. That would be kind of cool. So I want to have, like, the restaurant in the middle. Yeah. And I want to have, like, five or six, like, go-kart tracks on the outside. Yeah. And so awesome. all around you, you're just seeing racing. I bet no one lo- no one probably likes taking you to Speed Zone or something. Oh, no. dude. So I went. you ever heard of Dallas Karting Complex? Yeah. So I went there two weeks ago with a f- coworker of mine. And there's nobody here because it's Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. And this, this minivan pops out. And, like, two little boys walk out, and I'm like, I'm about to destroy them on the track. Like, they have no idea what's coming. But like, as a, like I'm Where's not gonna... your mommy, kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, I'm one I, – I had my bachelor party at K1. Yeah. And I lost. I, guy beat me. Brady. Yeah. Brady Gonzalez. Remember yeah. him? Hey, Brady. Speedy Gonzalez. He would be the one to win. Yeah, he won. Yeah. 
He cheated. <laughs> no, it was He's fun. Waiting. Like I, I, every birthday party I had, I always wanted to do go karts. Yeah, went to Ellen's amusement like four years in a row. Oh, and th- I feel like there, <laughs> there's like that certain number. Like, hey man, I'll give you five bucks to the worker, and you're like, which one's faster? Yeah, I did <laughs> that. But these carts like, at Dallas Carton Complex, we yeah. did we did the seventy mile an hour carts, and those Dang. things go, dude. Dude, that's scary. Crazy. Like those, if you hit the yeah. gas pedal run, they'll spin yeah. out. Oh my god! I want to get like a group. Like a church group going just to you just sign a waiver, like hey, yeah, you, you literally yeah. sign a waiver, like we're not responsible for your death. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that, man. That sounds like fun. Well, I yeah. really appreciate you taking the time today um, to come on the show because I think um, it, what it does is a couple of things. One, it's just interesting to talk about the different things in your life, and two, it really inc- probably encourages the listeners to go, man, why not me? You know, why can't I yeah. do something that I put a goal towards? What am I in my mind letting me s- stop me? Mm-hmm. Like you're your own worst enemy sometimes. You, you, we stop ourselves. But it's cool to hear that of those stories. And and they're so far apart, right? It's like, well, what does rock and being in a band have to do with NASCAR driving? It's just two goals that you're like, you know what? I'm going to do both. Yeah. And I'm going to look back and go, man, I did it. I did both. My My, like, ideal life is – race during race season because it's only like yeah. six or seven months then yeah. when race season's over just go tour play music Dude, and uh but uh if i can uh leave something with the listener like yeah. if you have a goal or you have like a strong desire in your heart to do something like you can absolutely go do it um i believe um if god created us and we are and god is the creator does that not make us creators yeah we literally create things. Um, if you think about everything that you see, these microphones, this water bottle, some guy had this in his head and said, how can we do this? Yeah. And now we have these things. I just picture the water bottle, the one guy that then flipped it and it landed and they went, <laughs> oh, like the, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just. I think God gives you these like desires for a reason. Have you seen that Sh- Shia Shia Le- LeBeouf or whatever his name Shia is? LeBeouf. And he was doing that. Just do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do a just do it episode on here to encourage people. Yeah, like Absolutely. get off your fanny and like go do something. So that's kind of do my it. other like thing is like there's days where I like oh, I don't know if I'm gonna do this. I just want to sit on the couch watch TV. But like no, yeah. I have to like do something. Every single day to work toward that goal, even if it's a small thing. Yeah. Do something to, like, work toward it, and eventually yeah. you'll go. I've already come so far. I've only been at this for not even four years, and I already yeah. have a race team. I already have, like, a, this whole plan ready to go. I've yeah. already been talking with sponsors. Like, And I like the perspective. You can either go a certain distance and then look ahead and go, oh, man, look how much farther I have to go. Mm-hmm. But don't forget to turn around and go, well, look how far I've come. Yeah. Look how much has been accomplished at this point. It's so important to do that. Yeah. There's a, uh, I think it's Steve, there's some quote, like Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward or something like that. I, something yeah. like that. But what he's saying is you can't like just solely focus on like always looking forward. Like look back to where you came from and like figure out what you did that got yeah. you there and do that more. Um, another quote that I like to tell people is it was a Henry Ford quote. It's like, whether you think you're right or you're wrong, you're right. Or something like that. Whether or not you think you're, it's 
like as a man think oh whether you think you can or you can't like you're you're right right. yes yeah exactly that it's like okay so i'm just going to constantly focus on like i can do this i am an asco driver i am an author of a book yeah i always thought it'd be cool to get that as a job like like a personal trainer but a mind trainer and every time you say something stupid or you think something stupid, I'm right there going, shut up. You get up. You could do it. Yeah. You're awesome. Like, I, I want to be, I'd be cool. Yeah. Mental coach. That'd be cool. I could do it for some of your midget friends. You just kind of bend down. <laughs> hey, you could do it. No, I'm just, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's kind of cool. what I like to tell people. Like, if you have a goal, you can do it. Because look at me. I had a goal to start racing, and now I'm racing. You got to have the dream. Yeah. And you got to have, you got to do the dream. And I always think that, I think what, what traps people up sometimes is willing. Mm-hmm. You think because you're willing that it's enough and it's not. You have to do it. You have to yeah. You have to do it. You can't just, oh, I'm willing to do it. No, you need to do it. It's kind of the same deal where like, oh, well, God loves me. You can't, like no one else can judge me. And God already loves me. So I can still do all these things. When people tell me like, don't judge me. I'm like, that's just something guilty people say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you have to work um, toward, you know, the love of yeah, of God and the love of like your friends. It's not like a, a one way street where you just like yeah. just accept the love from whoever. You have to also give it back. Yeah. So the same thing with like your goals and desires. You have to work at it. So that's why I got a racing simulator so I can start yeah. practicing and um yeah preparation just, yeah stuff like that. I, I love got, it, man. Got my own gear and everything. But yeah, if you want to help out, please hit me up because I could use it. Um, if you're good at like marketing and social media and like managing, uh, I am not good at those things. So if you want to help me out. Yeah. And we got to get a car and we got to get the other car fixed. So, yeah. Um, and we got to get it done before race season. So if you hear this and you want to make a donation or sponsorship, like you said, um, I will put links on the description to this podcast episode of all of the links to the do something crazy and the merit sellers racing so that you guys can jump in and be a part of it. Cause it is cool to be a part of, um, someone's journey, but it's also cool when you start yours, how mm-hmm. what we talked about paying it forward, giving, um, that's why I like all those go, GoFundMes and the crowd things, because you get to be a part of that. Yeah. Like, Hey, I helped start that. I helped pour into that. It's really cool. Um, and as always, I'm just going to praise, is there any last thing you'd like to say to the audience or, uh, I don't know. Nothing off the top of my head. Oh, I want basically, hopefully within 10 years, we'll have a NASCAR team based here in Waxahachie because that's, that's where I yeah. want to start it. Yeah, that's awesome. So one day I want like a full-time running NASCAR team to start here in Waxahachie because yeah. it's already kind of a touristy town. Yeah, for sure. But adding another aspect like, Hey, this guy races NASCAR and they're from Waxahachie. So dude, come on. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. I love that, man. Uh, yeah. That's, I'll be there. Just, uh, don't let your dreams be dreams. That's my last thing. Yeah. <laughs> As a Shia, yeah. is it Shia? So Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Or something His name like Shia. That. The guy from Transformers and Holes. Yeah. <laughs> he would say, just do it. Yesterday you said today. No, it's yeah. I love that. <laughs> I listen to it every day. Uh, I want to pray for you guys and then, uh, we're going to, um, Peace out to some some music that we brought in. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for Merit. Continue to bless him, his wife, and his dreams. Continue to give him favor on the racing, on the music. Thank you, God, for providing. Thank you for blessing the works of his hands and providing opportunities to get connections. Thank you for his heart to pay it forward and to bless others who have a dream to do things. And so, Lord, we just call it in to existence. Lord, I thank you that he will raise everything he needs 
for both of those cars, that he continue to glorify you in all of that he does and acknowledge you in all of his ways. Bless him, Lord. Thank you for um, the technology that we could share his story to encourage the listeners out there. Lord, we love you, and we pray for a great week. In Jesus' name, I said, amen. All right, guys. Well, on the way out, God bless you, and we will see you next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.